Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show. And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever Show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. What's up, everybody? Welcome inside Studio 34. This is the Fantasy BFFs on a Wednesday, September 11th. Got a really fun show planned. It's myself and Eric Young. No Greg Sussman today. He's actually out doing big boy things. I see him right here. A very professional meeting. But myself and EY will hold it down. We're going to talk about this Antonio Brown drama. Most added, most dropped players. A lot of waivers ran last night. Players to buy and sell. Is it too early to make a trade? Is it ever too early to make a trade? We'll talk about all these things, but first and foremost, I would be remiss not to mention, obviously, the 18th anniversary of September 11th, so obviously, thoughts and prayers to everyone that was affected by that day, uh, family, friends, uh, and just a shout out, a thank you to everybody who you know, took part in it, uh, helped with anything along the way as well, so just first and foremost, wanted to get that out of the way, um, you know, obviously, a huge day here in New York City. Welcome in, Eric Young, EY. What's going on, man? How's everything going? It's going good, man. This is, uh, you mean, was a pivotal day in the history of the United States. Uh, I can still remember where I was. Um, <laughs> I remember the people I was with, the, what I was feeling, what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, super sad day. But uh, in the end, it, you know, I think uh, stuff like this can, can teach us that we are all just one and, and things like this can, can actually help us to to, to be closer and be more together. So uh, hats off and full respect to all the first responders and their families, uh, people who lost loved ones that day. So uh, this is just a stupid fantasy football show. Uh, but with that stuff, um, you know, it's, it's always kind of on your mind and, and uh, we can't say enough about it. Couldn't have said it better myself, EY. You mentioned, look, it's just a fantasy show. We're here to have some fun, help everyone with their fantasy teams. But this is just, you know, very minute compared to everything else that's going on in the world. So uh, just shout out to everybody uh, that was involved that day. Um, obviously, um, very tragic day. But uh, let's move on here. A uh, lot to talk about today, obviously. Everything that's going on with Antonio Brown. A lot of waiver wire discussion from last night. Most added, most dropped. Uh, before we get into any of that, EY, I do just want to bring this up. Are you aware that you are facing 
your best friends forever in the pit league this week. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I t- took it I took it on the chin during uh, the first week. A lot of my guys that uh, I was hoping for did not show up. But it's, uh, it's just the first week. I'm not going to panic. I'm not going to go to the waiver wire and spend a bunch of money and, and worry. Um, I've drafted these guys on my team for, for a reason. And uh, I'm, I'm going to hold on. And, and uh, you guys are, are going to feel the wrath of uh, the Soul Crush Express as they make their comeback for this season. All right, I have a few things to address there. First of all, I love that your avatar in this pit league is you just giving a pile driver to someone. That's amazing. It's <laughs> and Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist. He Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, that's EY laying the smack down on Kurt Angle in his picture. I love that. That's first of all. Second of all, we've got to have a little friendly wager involved on the week, EY, because we are best friends. We've got to put right. something on the line here. And uh, Greg Sussman had a message that he wanted me to realize, relay saying that the next time you are in town in New York with the WWE, if we win this week, we get free tickets to a show. Now, I will throw it to you. I'll give you the entirety of this show. If you got something on your mind right away that you want to wager on, that if you win, we will give to you. But I figured since I'm spurring this on you right now, that I will give you the entirety of the show to figure out what you get from us if you win. What says you, EY? Are you, are you down with this? Do we have a virtual handshake? I'm down. And I mean, the reality is, is I can get those whenever you want. All you guys have to do is ask. I, I technically work there. I know a bunch of people that work there as well. Uh, so anytime you want them, all you have to do is ask. I told Greg that you can't ask me uh, the day of that. That uh, makes things very impossible for me. Um, I think a couple day or a couple about a week before WrestleMania, he tried to ask for some. And those are obviously uh, that's sold out and very, very difficult to get tickets. But Anytime the WWE is in town, whether I'm there or not, if you guys want them, we are best friends. It's it's not just a clever name for the show. Uh, but yeah, I'll come up with something. We'll, we'll say, uh, I'll reveal it at the end of the show. We will reveal that at the end of the show. And of course, I won't tell Greg anything that you just said. Uh, I'll just tell him that you agreed to this and that if we win, uh, we get wrestling tickets because, you know. I don't want him bothering you too much all the time, UI, but uh, I will keep that to myself. But thank you. I do appreciate No, no that. bother whatsoever. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, as I mentioned, look, a lot of talk about uh, revolving around this Antonio Brown situation. Look, if I had a dollar for every time we said the words A.B. or Antonio Brown throughout the course of the offseason, training camp, preseason, throughout the course of this week, I would be a millionaire, EY. It's just every single day there's something new going on. And look, I don't want to sound insensitive. He is being accused of sexual assault. Uh, it's, there's a lot of he said, she said going on right now. It's unknown whether or not he is going to play this week. I believe he was practicing already today with the New England Patriots. Uh, But what do you take away from this Antonio Brown situation? It just seems like every single day there's something new coming up when it does come to Antonio Brown. And I did just want to throw this out there. That if Antonio Brown does not suit up this week, Philip Dorsett makes for a very, very sneaky play going up against his Miami Dolphins that just allowed five passing touchdowns to the likes of Lamar Jackson. What do you got, EY? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to discuss, like I said, this is just a silly fantasy show. I'm not going to talk about uh, legal uh, ramifications. Uh, he said, she said stuff. Obviously, he's been accused of this. Uh, he came out straight away and denied all of it. 
which is usually uh, usually a good sign. But I'm not going to discuss that. I mean, we'll have to wait for them to figure it out. Whether he plays or not, that will be up for discussion as well. It's just sad that a player with such talent, uh, one of the best wide receivers to ever play it, we have to deal with this stuff and have been dealing with it for months now. It's kind of making me sick. Making EY sick. I think it's making a lot of people sick, especially Antonio Brown owners themselves. When we get back, we got more of the most added, most dropped players to buy and sell. It's the Fantasy BFFs right here on the Sports Grid TV Network. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Fantasy football frenzy. You got Hollywood Brown, Terry McLaurin, John Ross, John Brown, Randall Cobb, Danny Amendola, AJ Brown, AJ Brown. Yes, DJ Chark. Do 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 do. DJ Chark. Do 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 do. DJ Chark. DJ Chark. DJ Chark. And that's the pickup of the week. Very very annoying. Watch live weekdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Zumo TV, channel 719. Welcome back to the Fantasy BFFs right here on the Sports Grid TV Network. You heard the promo throughout the break. 
Chris the Closer Ventra with the DJ Chark do 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 do. Apologies to everyone who is now going to have this song stuck in their head for the rest of the day. EY, when you hear this song, do you think of uh, former colleague Shark Boy? Uh, no, I'm just happy to. I made the decision to never have children and uh, <laughs> that I would go crazy if I had to partake in anything like that on a daily basis. Oh, man, I couldn't agree with you more. I have, uh, I have a very young niece, and they can listen to that song on repeat for hours at a time, EY. It is, it is just insane. And, you know, we openly talk about your insanity here on the show, EY. Listening to that song for hours, that is the definition of insanity. Yeah, I'm supposed to be the crazy one. <laughs> Oh, man, we spoke a little bit about AB before the break. Uh, It's still up in the air whether or not he's going to play this whole legal situation that's going on with Antonio Brown right now. I did mention that if he cannot suit up, I think Philip Dorsett is a very sneaky play. Obviously, in deeper leagues, in your standard 12-teamers, 10-teamers, he's not going to be in play there. But anything deeper than that, Philip Dorsett could potentially be an option going up against that Dolphins defense that just got torched by Lamar Jackson. Just another news item that I want to hit on real quick. Before the show, EY, we saw Quincy Inunua His season is over with this neck injury. Very curious contract extension towards the end of last season where the Jets gave Inunua a four-year extension. He's a fine player. I am a Jets fan. I've watched him closely for years. You know, I think he's a very uh, deceptive player. He's got good speed. He has good hands. He's a good blocker. He's a fine NFL player. Never really came to fruition for fantasy. Unfortunately, his career might actually be in jeopardy because he's dealing with this neck injury that he's been dealing with for a while. This is very clearly the reason why the Jets went out yesterday and acquired Demarius Thomas for a six-round pick. So, Ewa, I'll just throw this your way real quick. It looks to be that Jamison Crowder is the number one target in this offense. Robbie Anderson is going to get his few deep shots per game, and once he's healthy, we'll probably see an even more consistent target share. Any interest in Demarius Thomas, who seems like he will be playing the majority of the time when they go to three wide receiver sets? I think right now he could be an interesting ad, but I think when Henderson comes back, that'll be the end of his value. Uh, was never very fast. Uh, is slow. Uh, he is a very, very slow wide receiver now. But what he does is he's got good body control. He's got good hands. He runs into the end zone. He turns back towards the quarterback. He throws it up above the, in the air, and Demaris Tamont. Mayor Thomas boxes the guys out and jumps up and catches it. That's what he does. That's what he's done for the last couple of years. That's what he was doing with Peyton Manning when uh, he was playing with him in Denver. And he could do that for Sam Darnold right now. I think when uh, Henderson comes back, uh, that, that'll really diminish his value and he won't be worth much. But if you need a wide receiver, if you know you're, you, you lost your flex player or something like that, I mean, he could be interesting. I don't think I would spend any money on him. But if he comes available after Fab and or you're just a not a Fab league, you put in a, a claim for him if you have someone that's expendable. Yeah, I agree with that sentiment. I think it's a speculative ad only in deeper leagues. Again, ten teamers, twelve teamers. You're probably not picking up Demarius Thomas. But you know, I play in a twelve team league where we have eight bench spots. You know, it's twenty roster spots in a league like that. Then yeah, maybe you speculate on someone like Demarius Thomas. We saw in the final preseason game, he scored two touchdowns in that game. 
look, not everyone's going to be Emmanuel Sanders and come back from a torn Achilles, you know, like that, and just be ready to go. So I think that's probably the case for Demarius Thomas. He's lost a step over the past couple of years. Obviously, coming back from the Achilles uh, does not make things any easier for Demarius Thomas, but probably a better football move for the Jets overall, just someone that can help you know, a young quarterback like Sam Darnold. I would agree with that. Uh, and I also agree with, pay attention to Chris Herndon. I know you, you mentioned him, and in week one, I believe it's Ryan Griffin was filling in for him at tight end in week one. He ran the most routes among all tight ends in week one. So it looks like whoever is playing tight end for the New York Jets this year is going to have a big role. Uh, So it's a week four bye for the New York Jets, uh, and then he's out week five. It's a long time to hold on to, to Chris Herndon. But when we get to week six and on, I do think that Chris Herndon is going to be in that mix as a borderline tight end one. So I think that's a really good call. Make sure you're paying attention to Chris Herndon. Let's jump into the most added and most dropped players. A lot of the most added players were guys that we talked about yesterday. John Ross, Marquise Brown, Malcolm Brown, Terry McLaurin, TJ Hawkinson, Chris Thompson, Gio Bernard, Darren Waller, Adrian Peterson, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is someone that I wanted to get to because we didn't really talk about him yesterday, but he was on the most added list last night with a lot of waiver wires going through. So, EY, you are the Tennessee Titans fan, and I believe when we were doing the Titans preview, I mentioned A.J. Brown as someone who I think is going to be a player. I I think that he has an NFL body. I think his makeup, the way that he runs routes, his size-speed combination is going to be something that actually hits at the NFL level. The reason why I was speculative or uh, of uh, A.J. Brown was that I don't know that there's going to be enough pass attempts to go around in this offense. Corey Davis, probably still the wide receiver one there. Delaney Walker might be the top pass catcher on this team. But outside of that, I don't know how many targets we can expect A.J. Brown to get on a weekly basis. So, EY, I'm assuming you saw this Titans game, or even if you didn't, you know what did you see from the box score or anything regarding A.J. Brown in week one? Because I, I, we didn't really get to talk about him yesterday. He is one of the most added wide receivers from last night. Yeah, this this really surprised most, and I and I what I was hoping for when they drafted him is that that he would play in the slot if he became a player. They but they paid all that money to Adam Humphreys, who I mean didn't do anything barely at all in the first game. But neither did Corey Davis. Corey Davis, I still believe, is the one, and I'm a homer, and people will make fun of me, and that's fine. I'm going to hold on to Corey Davis. I think Corey Davis will end the year as the number one receiver on this team with the most fantasy points. But to your point. I don't think that that's going to put him, you know, probably in the top 20 uh, wide receivers, probably top 30 wide receivers, even being the number one on this team. They want to run the ball. Um, and yesterday I wanted to go off on Derrick Henry and go into a thing, but we'll save that for another day. I actually have a special presentation planned for when I do that. I want to save it for next week, though. But for me, Corey Davis is the number one. I think it was a game plan thing. Delaney Walker is going to get his. Uh, The one thing interesting about Delaney Walker is he didn't play a pile of snaps. Um, So they're they're trying to save him. And I think when you see him on the field, that means he's probably going to be involved. He's probably the first read. He's probably the the way the play is designed to get the ball to Delaney Walker. Um, So so when you see him on, I mean, just really keep an eye on him because he didn't play a lot of snaps, but he had a huge amount of production. Uh, two two touchdowns. Obviously, he's a he's a goal line guy. Always has been, but I th- still think Davis will be the number one. AJ Brown, I think, will have weeks like this, but this is he's not going to be consistent. That's that's my belief. Yeah, I would agree with you 
with that as well when it comes to A.J. Brown. Just not going to be enough pass volume there. I think he's going to be a good player and probably will get make the most of his targets and receptions that he gets. You brought up some of these snap shares here. Delaney Walker, 27 snaps compared to Jonu Smith's 37. So Jonu Smith, very clearly the blocking tight end on this team. Uh, but you, I think what you brought up about Delaney Walker, you know, when he's on the field, he's most likely going to be running routes. And he's had a rapport with Marcus Mariota dating back to as long as Mariota's been in the league since he's been a rookie. They've had a very clear connection there. Uh, so I would agree that Delaney Walker, probably the top target in this offense. Uh, A.J. Brown, 25 snaps on Sunday. He was actually third on the team, third amongst wide receivers for the Titans behind Corey Davis and, of course, Tajay Sharp. It feels like Tajay Sharp's been around forever, uh, but for whatever reason, you know, has never really been heavily targeted, not used much in the past game. Uh, it would be nice to see A.J. Brown start to take over some of those snaps from Tajay Sharp. I want to go over some of the bids from last night from some of these most added players. EY, in the pit league, you spent up on Terry McLaurin. You spent $22 out of our $100 budget. He went for $18 in my home league as well. So between 18 and 22% of fab. Yesterday, I kind of speculated 12 to 15%. Why did you end up going $22 on Terry McLaurin? Uh, just, just looking at, um, I wanted him. You I mean, I, I just, I, I just have a, a, a sneaky suspicion about him. Um, Washington, look, they're not a good football team, but, but someone's going to produce. I, he played almost the entire game. Um, I don't remember the snap count, but I know, I know he played a pile of snaps. He's blazing fast. He's got a, a definite connection with Keenum and we know he already has a connection with Haskins if Haskins starts to play. So I mean, for me, they're going to be down. They're going to be throwing the ball and he's going to catch passes. He's going to have volume. He's going to have yards, and, and there's going to be touchdowns because this guy can really rip. Go out and get your guys in fab. EY wanted Terry McLaurin. He got Terry McLaurin. When we come back on the Fantasy BFFs, it's the most dropped right here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. 
when you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight. Go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. With PointsBet's unique wagering option, NFL Week 1 included a $600,000 max win after a better placed a $30,000 PointsBet wager on Baltimore minus 6. Better also set a maximum win-slash-loss of 20 times the bet. Thanks to the route from the Ravens, the wager resulted in a maximum win for the better, in which they took home a $600,000 profit. This was both the largest points betting wager and largest win in the U.S. thus far. Open your account today. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. EY, I wanted to jump into some of these most dropped players as well because this is a very, very interesting list. And this is something that I kind of think we see every single year where people overreact. Oh, my player let me down in my lineup. Uh, This person didn't play much in week one. This person's banged up a little bit. I'm just going to go ahead and drop them. I see both sides because you want to be aggressive on Fab and on the waiver wire and you want to get your guys like Terry McLaurin and Hollywood Brown, but ultimately you have to drop somebody. So I want to get into some of these names. The first one being someone who I was very high on. Dante Pettis was a huge letdown in week one, obviously. He only ended up playing like two or three snaps. I believe he was only targeted one time in this game. It was a huge letdown for Dante Pettis, who we thought was in a really good spot here going up against the Tampa Bay Bucks. After the game, I saw that Kyle Shanahan was saying, you know, that's on me. I have to get Dante Pettis more involved. He was dealing with the injury all of last week throughout practice. 
On Friday, it seemed like he was cleared. He had a full practice, seemed like he was good to go, but the snap counts just say something completely different where Marquise Goodwin and Debo Samuel played a majority of the snaps. They're going to use multiple running backs there. They're going to throw the ball to George Kittle. I understand all of these things, but at the same time, EY, in 12-team leagues, I still think that Dante Pettis has upside to emerge as this team's wide receiver one, just based on, if nothing else, what we saw over the final month of the season last year. I don't think that was a fluke. I, I really don't. So, honestly, I would want to be holding on to Dante Pettis, but I understand people want to get their guys. Would you have dropped Dante Pettis yesterday for one of Terry McLaurin or Hollywood Brown or John Ross and the like? I think I would have thought about it for all of them except for um, except for John Ross. I just don't, I, I don't think that he's going to be as involved as he was week one, especially when... Um, uh, AJ Green comes back, uh, but I mean, for me, I, I I had this decision to make a lot of places too. I know I we were both high on Pettis. I remain high on Pettis. Um, I, I am I am ultimately confused that um he was only targeted twice. I mean, the good news he caught fifty percent of the balls that were thrown his way, uh, or a hundred percent of the balls thrown his way. He blocked on one route and he and he was thrown two on one and caught it. So um. It's confusing. It's confusing as this guy, I think, is their number one. Um, guys like with half the amount of ability and half of the amount of skill were out snapping him week one, but don't panic. I mean, uh, look at I'm going to say this, uh, and I said it at the start of the show, sometimes you just got to hold on. I mean, eventually there's a time when you got to cut. I mean, but I believe that you drafted Dante Pettis because you believe he's valuable. And I believe Dante Pettis is more valuable than all three of those guys. I wouldn't have dropped him. For McLaurin. Yeah, I lean closer to you as well. I understand George Kittle is going to be the number one target overall for San Francisco, but when it ter- uh, in terms of the wide receivers, I like Debo Samuel coming out of college. They spent a second round pick on him. I think he's going to be a talented player, but Dante Pettis, again, what we saw last year, I don't believe that that was a fluke. A few times where he would just take a quick slant and take it to the house. I mentioned this throughout uh, the preseason when we were doing our 49ers preview and our wide receiver preview overall, that no, he was trusted a few times down on the goal line in the red zone where you know they just said, go out and beat this corner one-on-one uh, and we're going to trust you to do that. And ultimately, Dante Pettis did do it. So, you know, it's been a really weird preseason training camp for him where they've been trying to motivate Dante Pettis. Whatever's going on with him, uh, I, we need him to get healthy and we need him to turn it around because ultimately, I do think that he's a really talented player. EY, we saw a lot of running backs get dropped last night as well. And I'm going to throw a few names your way. Find them really interesting. Daryl Henderson, Darius Geis, Tony Pollard, Tevin Coleman, Rashad Penny. Now, there's a lot to you know digest there with those five running backs. But these were all running backs that were being drafted inside the top seven, eight rounds of your drafts. I understand when it comes to Darius Geis and Tevin Coleman, if you don't have an IR spot, these bench spots are very, very valuable. I understand that. But ultimately, they are in really good spots where when Darius Geis is healthy, it looks like he's a starter. And Tevin Coleman, we continuously talk about this. You want a piece of Kyle Shanahan offenses and specifically their running backs because wherever he's gone, his running backs have produced for fantasy football. Daryl Henderson, he didn't play many snaps, but you know I think as the season goes along, he's going to get more work in this Rams offense and obviously, if anything goes down with Gurley, uh, Daryl Henderson is going to take on a bigger role. Tony Pollard and Rashad Penny, even if they're just handcuffs, EY, those are two situations where 
With the Cowboys, you know that they're going to run the football. They have one of the best offensive lines in football. If anything happens to Zeke, it seems very clearly Tony Pollard is the next man up. And I think you could say the same thing for the Seahawks. If something happens to Chris Carson, Rashad Penny is the next man up in the Seattle Seahawks offense that wants to be a run-first football team. So there's a lot to digest here, but doesn't it seem like we're kind of jumping the gun too quickly, dropping all of these five running backs? Or you know, is there a name here that you actually agree should have been dropped? I mean, for me, I mean, you drafted these guys. So doing, uh, you know, going uh, uh, right away, week one, dropping them. And this is what you have to look at. You have to look at roster construction. I mean, if you have Tony Pollard and you have Ezekiel Elliott, there's no reason for you to drop Tony Pollard. I mean, you drafted him. You took him in front of somebody else that you valued more. And like you said, he's in a situation where if Zeke goes down, which you mean he, he he didn't practice he he you know I mean I get that he was training and he's in good shape but nothing can replace reps in, uh, with real football players uh, speed of a real football game nothing can replace that and we've seen guys that hold out a lot of times soft tissue injuries is a thing that is it's scary it's scary that it could be a real thing look at Tony Pollard is not Zeke Elliott I mean in my opinion. There's nobody that's Zeke Elliott in the NFL. I think he's the best running back in the NFL, um, but it's a, it's a favorable situation. And try to think of a guy that you're going to pick up, especially running back wise. Who are you going to replace? You know, who are you going to pick up that can be better than Tony Pollard or be in a better situation? Nobody. These are all guys that I would hold. Do not drop them yet. I mean, especially if you have uh, Henderson, that means you drafted him probably in the in the top 10 rounds that you spent high draft capital to get them and if you drop them now you're 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 going in reverse it's stupidity to do that it's stupidity to drop some guy uh that you considered that high who's in a great situation mcveigh they traded up to get this guy in the team that they're not stupid it's one of the best offenses in the league he will get used, um, especially if there's injuries everyone's so sure and i'm not one of those people who are so sure that todd Gurley's going to get hurt um, I'm not one of those people, but Daryl Henderson w- was acquired by this team to be a player just because he wasn't a player yet in week one. Don't throw him in the trash yet. I think the first thing you mentioned here with roster construction is the point that we should hammer home most because yep. the only way you're dropping one of these players is if you are super desperate for someone to just give you any production at Running back because I agree. We're not even at we're not even at bye weeks yet. There's no reason for this. Yeah, and look, I understand if you've had an injury so far, if you had like a Joe Mixon, or you know if you've had underperformance, you gotta you, you kind of gotta stick it out with these guys. A lot of people who underperform in week one, you know, it's that's not gonna be the case for the entirety of the season. Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans, these guys all underperformed in week one. You know, we're not overreacting to stuff like that. So I will say this. If you need running back production now, like a, from a Ronald Jones or a Raheem Mostert, something like that, because you had Tevin Coleman in your lineup, or you know you had a Rashad Penny as your flex or something like that in a deeper league, then I might understand that just because you need some type of production. But if you're in a position where these guys are just your bench players, you'll be hard-pressed to find running backs who have more upside then a Tevin Coleman when he's healthy. Then a Rashad Penny if something were to happen to Chris Carson. Same thing goes for a Tony Pollard. Darius Geis, you know, it seemed like going into last week, they were all in on Darius Geis being the starter for Washington. Hell, Adrian Peterson was inactive. Someone who just ran for 1,000 yards last year. 
So they're all in on Darius Geis. You probably spent a 6th, 7th, or 8th round pick on this guy. You're dropping Darius Geis already? Someone who is, you know, super talented. I understand he's dealt with knee injuries pretty much as long as he's been drafted, but, you know, I, I still think that he is someone that has big upside. I want to hit on a few more players here that were on the most drop list, and I'm going to throw a few more wide receivers your way. Obviously, someone you hold near and dear to your heart, EY. We spoke about him a little bit in the first segment. That is Corey Davis. Corey Davis on the most drop list list alongside Anthony Miller, Geronimo Allison, and Dante Moncrief. I will say the person I was probably most likely to drop of this list for a Terry McLaurin or a Hollywood Brown probably wouldn't do it for John Ross. And it sounds crazy, but I think it would have to be Geronimo Allison because you saw in week one, EY, he didn't play a ton of snaps. They didn't have, they didn't use that many three wide receiver sets. He's very clearly the third option on this team. If you pick up a McLaurin or a Hollywood Brown, you might end up with that, that team's respective wide receiver one. What do you think about Corey Davis, Geronimo Allison, Anthony Miller, and Dante Moncrief? Real quick, we can talk about this when we get back, too. We only have about a minute, 30 seconds left, EY. Yeah, I wouldn't drop Davis. I, I've already touched on that. He's a number one. He has all the skill in the world. He's not going to be in a super productive situation, but he's still the number one receiver there. Uh, like you said, with Allison, I mean, maybe you can drop him. I, I don't think I would. Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. I would hold all these guys. Um Alice Inman, Moncrief, I might think about it for someone like McLaurin. Moncrief had his opportunity, even 10, 10 targets, and, and didn't do a thing with it. So it might be time to move on. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about these drop players and some buy or sell. Is it ever too early to make a trade in fantasy football? We'll do that when we get back right here on the Fantasy BFFs. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. 
We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. The morning after. Tillman Fertitta uh, with us. How many years do you think we're away from having kiosk in an NBA arena for fans to be able to bet on a game in the arena? I don't think it'll be a kiosk in the arena. It's going to be on your phone. And you're going to be able to sit there watching a game and it's going to pop up who's going to score the next basket. If you can bet on every single play that's happening, think about how much fun that would be. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Welcome back to the Fantasy BFFs. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by my good buddy Eric Young. You were watching earlier in the show. You saw that EY is going up against his BFFs this week in the Pit League. Greg mentioned that we place a little wager on this. If the BFFs win, we take down EY. We get wrestling tickets next time EY is in town in New York City. And at the end of the show, we will have EY announce what he would want if he wins in this matchup. So I'm looking forward to that. I did see someone in the YouTube chat mention uh, that if EY wins, he gets to spear Greg Sussman. Now, I will say this. I think that is a phenomenal idea. And I am honestly contemplating changing that to our wager. That if we win... Greg gets speared by EY. What do you think about that? If you win, I get to spear Greg, is what you're saying. Yes. I mean, I mean, he's not there to protect himself. Because so that would be honest. great for me, and I think probably everybody, because I would record it. It's a weird thing to get when you win. But, well, well I mean, it's a good thing for me, because I get to see Greg good get thing. speared. <laughs> good, good for two out of the three. Greg's the only one that suffers. <laughs> All right, so we'll check in on EY again before the end of the show. Find out uh, what he's going to put up, um, what we're going to put up on our side uh, if EY wins uh, what we have to give him. Because it's only fair, obviously. We're going to put up a little wager here, a little friendly BFF wager facing each other in the pit league. But I want to get back to some of these most dropped players. You know, we were talking about it, EY. Geronimo Allison, Anthony Miller, Corey Davis, and Dante Moncrief specifically. Let's kind of run through each one. Dante Moncrief, you mentioned it. He had 10 targets, looked terrible on Sunday night terrible. against the New England Patriots. He had a bunch of drops. I believe he only caught like three out of ten of these targets. He was on the field a ton, uh, but overall, he kind of squandered an opportunity here. I don't think that they're just going to go away from him right away. They've pretty much consistently said that he was the wide receiver, too, throughout all of training camp, uh, and that was clearly the case on Sunday night. Uh, but, you know, a few more games like that out of Dante Moncrief, and then we're potentially seeing, you know, Deontay Johnson and James Washington step up in Pittsburgh. Move on down to Geronimo Allison. As I mentioned, he only played 30 snaps in week one. They didn't run a ton of three wide receiver sets. He was very clearly their slot wide receiver, was not targeted a single time, Tough matchup against the Chicago Bears, uh, but I really, honestly, I don't know how much they're going to have to go around there with the with the likes of Devontae Adams there and MVS, and even Jimmy Graham didn't look terrible uh, in that week one matchup. Anthony Miller still kind of coming back from that injury. I believe it was an ankle injury he suffered throughout training camp, uh, but he's, you know, he wasn't 100% in week one. I think we all saw that based on how much he played or, you know, lack thereof, uh, but We've been talking about Anthony Miller two years now. 
you know, he was. They, they traded up to draft Anthony Miller last year. Uh, we want to be excited about him as the slot receiver for the Bears, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy. And then obviously Corey Davis, EY, uh, is a player that you have fancied. You know, he was a top ten pick in the NFL draft. I believe he has all the talent in the world, but for whatever reason, he has not been on the same page with Marcus Mariota his entire career. So I guess if you had to choose one of these players that is on the most dropped list from last night. Who do you think actually is warranted being drafted of this group? Uh, drafted or dropped? Uh, dropped. Dropped of this group. For me, it's Moncrief. I mean, I, whether they go, uh, you know, whether they want to stick with him or not, I was kind of beating this drum a little bit in the offseason. I had Roethlisberger really low. Uh, I had Juju Smith-Schuster lower than most. I had Connor lower than most. And that's just because I believe losing A.B., it is a massive blow to an offense. Ben Roethlisberger has taken a beating over his career, is not getting young, younger. Uh, father time looks like it may have caught up with them. They looked awful against New England. And, and New England is a team that usually starts slow. Uh, defensively, they kind of figure out figure it out as the year goes. Traditionally, this is what New England has been. Sometimes they lose week one or week two, or 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 they play a real close game with the Dolphins or something like that. And as the week as the weeks go, they get stronger and stronger because no one's better at changing on the fly than Bill Belichick. But for me, uh, I'd get rid of Moncrief. You got to hold all the rest of these guys. Anthony Miller scored a pile of touchdowns with one arm last year. This guy will come back. He will be good. He will be targeted. I believe that 100%. You can't just drop him. You, just, you can't do it. The other guys you got to hold, if you're going to drop any one of those guys, it's Moncrief. And and if you, I mean, it's too late now. I mean, all those guys are gone. Marquise Brown is gone. McLaurin's gone. If you're in a league that has any idea what it's doing, those guys are not available for you. So you might as well just hold on to them anyways. I want to get into some of the top most traded candidates so far. They actually have this function on Yahoo where you can, when you're looking at the ads, drops, it's the transaction page, you can actually look at the most traded player. Uh, someone that I did want to bring up, someone that I have on one of my home league teams, Greg has on one of his home league teams, uh, and this could be a classic case of not really buy low, sell high. They're probably both buy low candidates right now. But Stefan Diggs and Brandon Cooks. I bring up Stefan Diggs because... The Vikings only threw the ball 10 times in week one. Now, there are going to be games where that's not going to be the case. It was just a perfect game flow for Dalvin Cook. The Vikings were leading the entire game. Their defense looked phenomenal against the Atlanta Falcons. But there are going to be games where they're going to have to throw the ball more. But Stephon Diggs, already dealing with a groin injury. Perhaps, you know, he was uh, just a decoy in week one because of this. But overall... Is this a trade that you would make or even offer, EY? Because Greg and I have been talking about doing this in our respective leagues where we sell Stefan Diggs just kind of based on his name still and try and acquire Brandon Cooks, who had a dud of a performance. He only had six targets in week one compared to Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, who had double-digit targets. Is that something that you would look into, or are you not overreacting to Stefan Diggs? Yeah, 100%. I mean, if you can get a guy to go on that, I'm not giving you Brandon Cooks for, for Stefan Diggs, I mean, in, in, in any league. But I feel like this is a thing. Like you said, this is the week that people are overreacting. They see that the the Minnesota Vikings threw the ball a total of 10 times. I mean, like, there's quarterbacks that threw the ball 
more in one drive than this team threw in the whole game. And you can't listen to what they say or, or go on, on past statistics or what players were. You can only do and what they're showing you. At the end of the year, they barely threw the football. Kirk Cousins went from throwing the ball to 30 to 40 times to throwing it 20 to 25 times. That's half the amount. You mean like their defense is going to be improved. They're going to run the ball. Delvin Cook looked like an absolute animal. Uh, this team, uh, both Thielen and Diggs, are not going to, to be worth where they were drafted. And I mean, I have Thielen some places, but I don't have Diggs anywhere. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, if you could turn uh, Diggs into Cooks, pull that trigger all day long, every day. Yeah, shout out to JJ Zacharyson of Number Fire. He does a great job with the late round podcast. Uh, Greg had him on yesterday for the uh, FanDuel hurry-up, and he was talking about some of his buy-or-sells, and, and you know the reason why I bring this up, or one of the reasons, rather, is this was a something that he actually brought up, an, a, an actual scenario where you, know, you should be selling Stefan Diggs still based on his name value and the fact that he was you know, probably an early third-round pick and Brandon Cooks was going a little bit later on in your drafts, uh, and we still expect the Rams' passing attack to be really good. I know there's a lot of question marks about Todd Gurley, uh, but overall, we expect Brandon Cooks to be really good. He played 70 of 76 snaps in Week 1, so this is something that I'm actually looking into myself, you know, selling Stephon Diggs because they said they want to be a running football team. That's exactly what they were in Week 1, and I think at their core, that's exactly what they want to be uh, with Mike Zimmer just playing defense and run the football with Dalvin Cook, with Alexander Madison. And if that's the case... There's not going to be a lot of pass volume to go around for Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. So if you can kind of shop Diggs around and just, you know, poke around and see, you know, what kind of value you can get for him, it's something that you should be looking into right now. EY, another buy or sell that I wanted to bring up, Devin Singletary. This is, you know, I was not in on Singletary before the season. I made that very clear, uh, and I'm completely doing a 180 now because I would be trying to buy Devin Singletary anywhere that you can. He played 66% of the snaps in week one against the Jets. He lined up all over the field. He was in the backfield. They used him as a slot receiver. They used him out wide as a receiver as well. And he had six targets. Part of the reason why I didn't want anything to do with Devin Singletary or any of the Bills running backs for that matter was that last year, Josh Allen did not check down. He did not want to throw the football to his running backs. He wanted to push the ball down the field or run the ball himself. So when I see Devin Singletary has six targets in week one, five receptions, four carries, just four carries for 70 yards, and the fact that he played as many snaps as he did, EY, I want to buy in on Devin Singletary because I actually think he might have low-end RB2 value and other people might be late to the party. They might not be valuing Devin Singletary in a similar fashion. Is this something that you can get behind buying Devin Singletary? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is a guy that I mean, I don't have a lot of either. Um, I actually uh, auto drafted a league. Um, the the draft happened. Me and my wife were, were out, and uh, and over half the league auto draft. I ended up with both Singletary and McCoy. At first, I was like, "Oh, geez, what a terrible team!" But then McCoy going to Kansas City—that's best case scenario for him, and that's best case scenario for Singletary. Look, Frank Gore is still there. He will live on forever. Will play football for as many years as he feels fit. Uh, I mean, this guy—it's amazing to be playing running back, starting running back at, at that. If for any team anywhere in the world, especially in the NFL. It's absolutely amazing. He did not get paid and go to the Buffalo Bills to sit on the bench. Uh, so he, he's going to get his use. He's going to probably start for a while. Singletary might overtake him, but I think this will be 
uh, a bigger split. And I think as the games go, Singletary will get more and more responsibility, more and more volume, more and more more catches, you know, more all, more more rushes, all of that. He's proven that he can do it. This is a guy that doesn't have crazy athletic uh, numbers, not a crazy spark score or anything anything like that, but. Heart and determination sometimes is can't be measured, and and like look at all these guys are freak athletes. In the end, it just comes down to will, and this guy's got it. So it uh, he, he's a really fun guy to watch. Yeah, we're all over Devin Singletary here. You know, I'd be trying to buy him if people in your league saw that he only had nine touches. They might think to themselves, "Well, oh, you know, only nine touches. You know, let me try and sell high on this guy while I can." If that's the case, try and acquire acquire Devin Singletary right now. The last person I wanted to bring up for today, Ey. And it's kind of a weird one because he looked awesome in week one. And all the reports we got from training camp is that this guy is having the best camp of his life. That is T.Y. Hilton, who saw a 33% target share in week one, also scored two red zone touchdowns. Now, the reason why I bring him up as a sell high is because the Colts did not pass the ball all that much in week one. I still think that, you know, at their core, they want to run the football a ton with Marlon Mack, which they did. And... 33% of the target share, while you know, T.Y. Hilton is going to be the number one wide receiver on this team, number one option in the pass game, 33% target share is massive, and I'm not sure he's going to be able to maintain that, and he's certainly not going to be able to maintain scoring red zone touchdowns. This has never been a part of T.Y. Hilton's game, so I'm just going to throw it out there that you know the targets were up in this one. I think that they're going to run the football more moving forward, and this might end up being one of T.Y. Hilton's best games of the season EY, you know, if you can turn T.Y. Hilton into one of these wide receivers that was being drafted in the first three rounds, is that something that you would look into? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the T.Y. Hilton was a guy that I, I was way, way down on because Andrew Luck, uh, as we know, is not a quarterback. And Jacoby Brissett is not Andrew Luck. Uh, this is the, the drumbeat. Like I, this is, is going exactly how I had, I had said and exactly how I predict that they're going to run the ball. Marlon Mack looked amazing. T.Y. Hilton ended up with a great statistical day, but 33%, if he continues to get 33%, this little guy is going to break in half and not be available to anybody. So if you could turn him into a guy that was valued higher than him, uh, a Mike Evans or uh, you know something like that. Love like if that. You Mike Evans T.Y. Call. Hilton for Mike Evans, do it. Mike Evans was sick. Mike Evans, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were were uh, uh, an absolute mess, but I believe Arians will get it right, and he's more valuable going forward. Real quick, EY, if you beat the BFFs this week in the Pit League, what's the wager? So here's what I'm thinking. I get those tickets for free, and you guys can have them anytime you want. If I lose next offseason, I fly you guys, all expenses paid, trip to Nashville to hang out with me fantasy summit and if if i win you guys can combine cover my room i'll come to new york fantasy meeting for the fantasy pre ffs and we go from there i love it the bfs will be back tomorrow we hope lose weight now go to fat 100.com lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat 100.com fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to go to fat 100.com lose 10 20 or more pounds immediately go to fat 100.com for free information on how you can lose weight go to fat 100.com fat 100.com that's fat 100.com Hi, I'm Keith Urban. 
I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. The Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. All right, I have a few things to address there. First of all, I love that your avatar in this pit league is you just giving a pile driver to someone. That's amazing. It's <laughs> Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist. He Kurt Angle, Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, that's EY laying the smack down on Kurt Angle in his picture. I love that. That's first of all. Second of all, We've got to have a little friendly wager involved on the week, EY, because we are best friends. We've got to put right. something on the line here. And uh, Greg Sussman had a message that he wanted me to realize, relay saying that the next time you are in town in New York with the WWE, if we win this week, we get free tickets to a show. Now, I will throw it to you. I'll give you the entirety of this show. If you got something on your mind right away that you want to wager on, that if you win... We will give to you, but I figured since I'm spurring this on you right now that I will give you the entirety of the show to figure out what you get from us 
if you win, what says you, EY? Are you are you down with this? Do we have a virtual handshake? I'm down, and I mean the reality is, is I can get those whenever you want. All you guys have to do is ask. I, I technically work there. I know a bunch of people that work there as well. Uh, so anytime you want them, all you have to do is ask. I told Greg that you can't ask me uh, the day of. That that uh, makes things very impossible for me. Um, I think a couple days or a couple about a week before WrestleMania, he tried to ask for some, and those are obviously. Uh, that's sold out and very, very difficult to get tickets. But anytime the WWE is in town, whether I'm there or not, if you guys want them, we are best friends. It's it's not just a clever name for the show. Uh, but, yeah, I'll come up with something. We'll, we'll say uh, I'll reveal it at the end of the show. We will reveal that at the end of the show. And, of course, I won't tell Greg anything that you just said. Uh, I'll just tell him that you agreed to this and that if we win, uh, we get wrestling tickets because, you know. I don't want him bothering you too much all the time, UI, but uh, I will keep that to myself. But thank you. I do appreciate it. No, no that. bother whatsoever. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, as I mentioned, look, a lot of talk about uh, revolving around this Antonio Brown situation. Look, if I had a dollar for every time we said the words AB or Antonio Brown throughout the course of the offseason, training camp, preseason, throughout the course of this week, I would be a millionaire, EY. It's just every single day there's something new going on. And look, I don't want to sound insensitive. He is being accused of sexual assault. It's unknown whether or not he is going to play this week. I believe he was practicing already today with the New England Patriots. But what do you take away from this Antonio Brown situation? It just seems like every single day there's something new coming up when it does come to Antonio Brown. And I did just want to throw this out there. That if Antonio Brown does not suit up this week, Philip Dorsett makes for a very, very sneaky play going up against his Miami Dolphins that just allowed five passing touchdowns to the likes of Lamar Jackson.